Before we get started, I want to ask you to be patient as you listen to this podcast. We had some technical difficulties, and so there may be some stretches where it's difficult to hear exactly what is being said, but stay in there, lean in, because every word is important. And so I'm asking you to give us a little grace, allow us to have these technical difficulties, but understand that even in the midst of a problem, God can bless you. So allow yourself to be blessed in this time. And thank you for tuning in. In Matthew's book, Jesus said, go into all the land. Take the word, share it, teach it, preach to every man. Just do his will because he always has. Well, welcome in, Lori. So happy for you to be here on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Greg. I'm very excited to be here today. Praise God. So this month, the Agape Leaders podcast is going gold, inspired by Hannah Adams. And so we've had several guests on the podcast sharing their story and their experience with childhood cancer. And I really wanted to have a parent on here. And so if you don't mind, would you share a little of your story from a parent's perspective, what it was like when you heard those words, Hannah has cancer. Well, it's certainly something you can ever, you cannot ever prepare for. Um, you know, as a mom, and Hannah was my oldest, uh, or is my oldest, uh, she's five years old. And so we, um, when we heard those words, it really shattered, shattered our lives, shattered our family. And we went and prayed and, um, you know, went right to, to deep prayer over what do you do? How did this happen? Um, because it's not something we ever planned for two weeks after we finished kindergarten with our first child. And so uh, actually we went to the Bible and it fell open to Job. And I said, oh, uh, was not, was, you know, not expecting this Lord direct us, lead us, guide us on what to do. And so when she was two weeks after kindergarten, I, her stomach seemed firm and she spiked a high fever that night, um, gave her Motrin, took her to the doctor the next day. And that started our journey with childhood cancer. We went from, uh, you know, a few appointments of blood work and CAT scans to within six days being admitted to MD Anderson of um, Texas, which is a pretty big medical complex. And, you know, she was diagnosed with stage three nephroblastoma, which is a kidney um, cancer and very rare, very aggressive. We had biopsies and started chemo very quickly. Wow. I just can't, I just can't imagine going through that. So uh, you are a superstar. I have a question. You said we went to the Bible 
and it fell open to Job. Job, of course, went through quite a bit. For those who know his story, for those who do not, I definitely encourage you to go and read that. Uh, but but you said that. What type of, did that encourage you to be reminded that God is faithful even in the struggle? Uh, you know, what inspires you to say the Bible fell open to Job? Well, I went and sat in my dining room by a window. And of course, Hannah was five, Haley, her little sister, three. We were having a little movie day. Um, just and uh, when the nurse called me, because originally they had said this was a cyst, so we had a little breathe time, and then uh, when the nurse called, I just you know had to step out of the room from the girls, and uh, I had my Bible, and it just I just opened it, and that's exactly where it went, and I feel like what God was telling me was we're going to have a plan. Mm -hmm. We're going to, you know, people experience hard things and you're going to have a plan. We're going to get through this and you have to really depend on me. You have to really lean on me. And I feel like, you know, Job went through some really hard times in his life. He lost everything. And I decided I didn't want to lose my daughter. So we were going to go to the best places, uh, you know, for treatment. We were going to get to know our doctors very well. We were going to follow their care. And it definitely made us depend on the word and God a whole lot. You know, that you said something there that we all need to hear. We decided we're going to listen to the doctors. We're going to do what they say. And I believe that the Lord really puts us in places. And if we'll have that level of faith, he's going to surround us with the right people. Now, someone might say, hey, I went into it with a great attitude and my doctors were terrible. And I have no response to that because that can happen. So I, so I have no response, but I feel like as we're obedient to the Lord and we put him first, that things will follow in a, in an orderly kind of faithful fashion, kind of how it sounds like, like you had there. I, I, I would like for you, if you don't mind, kind of to the parents who are listening and I call this my parent-to-parent -parent question. You know, parent-to-parent, -parent, how did you remain strong? Well, I, I guess one day at a time, mm -hmm. I was very lucky. Um, you know, Hannah is a very sweet, loving well, she's 20 now, but she was always very sweet, loving, trusting daughter. And so um, I guess, you know, we told her kind of what was going on to the best of being a five-year-old mm -hmm. that just wanted to play. And mm -hmm. so we took it day by day when 
we would go to the hospital to MD Anderson. There was a rose garden and we would always stop and I would pick her a rose and we would have a little prayer. And I would say to myself and to her, we are going to leave the hospital today before the rose wilts completely. And so it kind of gave us, because sometimes we had long days mm. and we would, you know, it would kind of give us like, okay, we're going to work. We're going home today. Um, I mean, we definitely had some stays where we had to stay at the hospital for longer, but I think having a plan and always trying to look for, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel, how we were going to get through things um, was, was important. And to depend on our family and our friends. We had a, we were very blessed with a wonderful church family and people that, um, you know, helped with Haley because she was three. And so we didn't have to bring her to the hospital very often and do things like that. So that helped a lot. You know, excuse me, <clears throat> I want to share something with you. I wrote it down. Haley credits you with providing her the strength and direction to make it through that time. She's talked about it on the podcast. Um, and so my question to you is, what was that like to be guiding a three, four-year-old girl who is going through this difficult time and some of the stuff she just doesn't fully understand, but she really credits you with being patient with her and helping her. And so I would, I would love, maybe you could share that. So there's a parent that's listening and they're at their wits end. How am I going to, you know, guide this three-year-old? Well, and I think that's sometimes the hardest thing are the siblings because the cancer child is getting all this care and attention. And so Haley being little, I always, I love to read and play, you know, she would love to play and swim and color. She's my very crafty kid. And um, she loves to paint and do arts and uh, dance. And so I would be present when I was home. I would be engaged. I would be present with her. We would talk about it. She was always very fearful that her sister might die mm -hmm. and not make it, not come home. And so I would try to always be honest with her, you know, and that we would pray. We would pray together. And I would have her pray for her sister. And even... Haley's 18, Hannah's 20, you know, we still pray before checkups. Mm -hmm. And if Haley can go to Hannah's checkup all these years later, you know, I try to make an effort and be present and tell her. But I also do tell her, you know, God can heal. He's mm -hmm. the great miracle worker. Yeah. He's the great physician. And you can ask for these things. And, and ask with a friend because your prayer, God already knows it, but there's power in numbers. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Yes, I, 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 can, I can see your calm faithfulness just even in this moment. And, and you have some 
you have some high, I don't want to say high spirited, high achieving is actually the, I was about to say high spirited, but it wasn't the word I wanted. High achieving. You have some high achieving children and your boys are just getting started. And so they, all four of them need a, a, a ground. And, and I see that in you. And uh, the little bit that I've been around Sean, you know, her husband, ladies and gentlemen, I see that he seems like a calming force. The two of you together seem to be a calming force, like the right team to pray a child through cancer and another child watching her her sibling have cancer. So I, I would imagine the answer to this question is probably yes, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Do you believe that this time in your life, really it's dominated your life for the last 15 years, do you believe that it has added to your witness for Jesus Christ? I believe so. I never dreamed we would have a child with cancer. I honestly don't think I ever knew another child with cancer until we were part of the journey. And, you know, you, you we have definitely met a lot of kids since then that we try to help, encourage, give hope to, um, and to share. I mean, my girls always laugh that I say a five minute conversation can change your life. But if I see somebody out in the community that looks like, you know, maybe they're going through this. I mean, you know, Hannah ran around with no hair. She was bald. We didn't live in a bubble. We were mm -hmm. very careful, but you see kids like this. And you know what? Sometimes I think parents need encouragement mm -hmm. and they need to be recognized and say, you know what, you're going to get through this, like to give them hope. And that is such a thing. I, in some ways, I feel like I've learned this from my girls mm -hmm. because they are so brave and courageous in all that they do. And I just try to support them and encourage, but also, you know, if I'm somewhere and I see someone, I, I'll, maybe make an effort to go and, and talk to them. Um, so, yes, I feel like absolutely it's changed. You know, when you experience a miracle and you see it and you mm. see it in your child, I, I really do believe that Hannah was blessed with a miracle. We had great physicians. Mm. But we prayed over her. We had people praying from all over the world for her healing. And we had some really rough days. I honestly wasn't sure we were going to make it. And then to make it, and Hannah's in college. She's thriving. She's helping so many others. It, it, it got his, his hand on her. And I always pray it, for her daily for that but I see it and she is the biggest testimony to that. And her little sister being, he, she's Hannah's biggest cheerleader. Mm. That has got to be a blessing as a mom. Uh, 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 just a quick side note, but it's still on the same topic. Did you know Haley was going to call Hannah up at the Miss uh, 
Alabama team. I did not. Mm. That was amazing. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I got to see that moment. Uh, I don't know who, I don't know if you videoed it or whoever it was, but so I feel like that moment is one of those galvanizing moments where it's like, okay, all the praying, all the hurt, all the struggle, all the difficult days. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. Is that does that sound about feasible? Absolutely. You know, it was so funny because we were sitting in the front row. Miss Alabama is just a wonderful, wonderful organization. They are like family. We just adore all of the people that are involved with that. And so Haley had talked about it. I knew she was working on something. And I'm very close with both of the girls. But, you know, there are some things that I know she likes to surprise us with. Mm. And, and she has an amazing director. And um, so they had talked about it and prayed about it. And um, the plaque, the power of one, was mm. custom done for Hannah. So she had had peace and made a decision before. Mm. And so when we were sitting in the front row and, you know, um, we're all sitting there and Hannah's videoing me because she thought Healy was giving it to me. Wow. And I said, and I start, I'm videoing Haley because, you know, it's very special. Mm -hmm. It was, um, you know, she gave her crown up. And so she got to participate in a number of ways, which was just incredible in the program. And so I turned it and I put it on Hannah and Hannah was like, what? And she, of course, started crying mm. because in a lot of ways, you know, it, it was just, it was amazing. It's an amazing award. And truly, she has guided Haley so much and just the things Haley said is just so thoughtful mm. so yes I and I told Haley she goes mom I really didn't know who to do she goes I was thinking maybe you and I said it doesn't take an award I am so happy mm. and I'm so honored that you chose your sister yeah. because I you know mm -hmm. I want them to always be close yeah I would think, and, and you probably just said it right there, if given the choice a hundred times, you're saying, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. Because like you said, it doesn't take an award. You know your children love you. you know, And it doesn't mean that hey, Hannah doesn't know that Haley loves her. But to me, that's just such a special, special moment right there. So, yeah, it, 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 it well, had the me. Mint, the mint. The mentorship mm. that you see, and it's been, you know, just her whole life. And it's it's amazing how that, you know, the mentorship, the leadership, and they're very close. I mean, mm. and Haley will tell Hannah, Hannah, I need to do things this way or something. But she really, really looks up to her. Yeah. So. Well, I have enjoyed, I have enjoyed my time infiltrating your life. So you didn't know you was going to get a lifelong friend when you came over to George Deacon <laughs> High School and brought Hannah and Haley to work on the on the talent show. Now here you are on the podcast. 
Yeah. I love it. Well, well the, they, they say that you are, if you look at your five best friends, you know, somebody looked at the five people that you hang around with, uh, they can get an idea of who you are. And so although we don't hang around very much, uh, I definitely, you see, I text you guys as a family. You guys are very important to me. And, and I am not giving up my Adams family because you guys love the Lord. <laughs> I, I, I'm just going to say this. I know this is your, your time. But I'm going to say this. You guys love the Lord. You exude that. When somebody's around your family, there's no question that, that it's a God-centered family. You had every reason to hate God. I love you, Lord, and you did this to me. And that's how many people respond in those difficult times. And what we learned from the Adams family is this. If you will stay true to God, if you will trust him with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, he'll take you through this difficult time and he'll bless you double on the other side. Look at what God has done in and through your lives from five-year-old, three-year-old Hannah Haley to now 20-year-old, 18-year-old Hannah Haley. The lived life. Yeah, yeah. You guys definitely exude God, putting God first. And I believe God is blessing you. And so will you will you give these people a word of encouragement? And then I will let you go back to your life. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Well, you know, I always prayed that if we would get through it, and I always prayed, you know, God, we will share our testimony. Mm. And I will always encourage Hannah and Healy to share their testimony mm -hmm. freely. And so that's kind of what we've always tried to do. Because you're right, not everybody... Some people just want to get through it and that's it. And so I I try to encourage that with the girls and make a difference. And, you know, they've been making yellow ribbons and mm. doing gifts for others and doing things at the University of Alabama now that they're both there. And um, Hannah just wrote me a few hours ago. She goes, Mom, we're at the White House on Wednesday. She goes, I have an invitation. I'm going back on Sunday on Saturday, I think. And I said, absolutely. That's incredible. We're going to be in D.C. Share your testimony. You don't know who needs to hear it. But God healed you. And, you know, it's 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 so it's wonderful. And and. To go through pediatric cancer is hard. I mean, we had some very, very hard days. And so share hope. You know, it's we, we need to raise money. We need to raise awareness so kids have better treatment. Um, but I think, you know, every day you have a choice when you wake up. And, you know, you want to move forward and to look to God for where he wants us to be. Mm -hmm. Praise God. 
Well, let's leave it on that note. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much, Greg, for having me. It's so wonderful to see you. Well, that was a great podcast. Thank you for staying with us. I know there were technical difficulties, but sometimes when you have the best episode, the enemy wants to come in and see if he can't get us distracted. So thank you for not allowing yourself to be distracted, for digging in and hearing the things that you could hear. I'm thankful for that. I'm going to pray for us. I'm going to pray for Lori, and she's got some things that are coming up, and I'm praying for that, praying for her daughters who are off in college and her sons who are in elementary slash middle school, just the things of being a parent. And then I'm going to pray for you, and then I'll get us out of here. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you have allowed Lori and Sean Adams to have four amazing children. Lord, you have shown us through this family that perfection, this perfect, easy life, isn't necessarily going to be there. But that if we choose you first and always, you will take care of us. You will allow us to experience things that we didn't think were possible. So thank you for the example of the Adams family. Lord, I pray for this listener. I pray for their needs. I pray, Lord, that their focus is you, no matter what. Help them, Father, to pray how you've taught them to pray. Help them to open their Bible daily and to allow you to speak to them daily. And Lord God, I pray that when difficult times come, you will be the first person that they turn to. Now, thank you so much for this podcast. And as we have gone gold this month, thank you for our time and collecting band-aids at my school and just the other things that we've done to bring attention to pediatric cancer. Thank you, Lord God. As always, Father, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Well, that's all we have for this week's Agape Leaders podcast. Until next time, you have a blessed week. So what you're waiting for, someone to feel the pain some more, because you ain't share the love, the grace you found within the Father's care. To share the love of God is more than just a simple job. It's Christ speaking the truth of the Holy Spirit. Love, share it.